Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So, um, I'm always willing to answer questions. People message me all the time and, you know, want my perspective on a lot of different things because of all the things that, you know, I have experienced throughout my life. And the one question someone asked me uh, today, as a matter of fact, she asked me, you know, after being having this person in my life for over 20 plus years, um, how did I find the strength to like walk away? And first I explained to her that it was by the grace of God. Uh, it was by the grace of God that I was able to finally say enough is enough and walk away. And the second part of that is not only was it because the grace of God, but all the things that God was revealing to me and me being obedient to the things that he was revealing to me. And once I started to do that, my perspective changed, my mindset changed, my everything shifted. And it wasn't so much about just being overwhelmed and just tired. I just wanted my peace. You know, I just wanted to be at peace because I know I wasn't the problem. And um, as much as I was doing, as much as I did, as many times as I forgave, as many times as I overlooked, as many times that I just even therapy, even attempting to go to therapy, nothing was ever going to change. And I had to come to terms with that. And people just don't up and leave long relationships or situationships. And I've said this in several of my podcasts, uh, when you are dealing with a narcissist, you're never really in a relationship. You are just a part of their revolving door of ins and outs. The you are just a part of the emotional roller coaster, the ups and downs. It's never really a quiet time or a resting time or a time where you are at peace in your relation your situationship because it's not a relationship, sorry. And I just wanted peace. I was tired. My kids were tired. We were just over it. You know, it it was like enough is enough. And I've said this before, narcissists, because of, you know, their delusions and the way they think, at some point, they feel like, okay, well, if they accepted me and I did all of this and they're still here and if they're still with me, it can't be that bad. So I'm just going to continue to do more. I'm going to continue to hurt them. I'm going to continue to be a tyrant. I'm going to continue to be the Tasmanian devil and just create chaos and create storms and create problems. They are relentless because they just don't care. They don't have a conscience. They don't have a soul. And they don't care about the person that they're inflicting the pain on. They don't care about their children. They just don't care. 
And as soon as you come to terms with that, that will always be your deciding factor on how to move on, how to just just leave. Because there's nothing you will ever do and there's nothing that you would ever say to a narcissist to get them to just self-reflect on their nasty and negative behaviors. How they treat people, how they neglect and, and disrespect their families. It's so insidious and it's just so traumatic that you really have no choice but to just get up and leave. And of course, you know, for me, uh, it, it was a period where I'm like, you know what, this is my house. These are my things. I worked hard for it. I may not have much, but why should I leave my house and why should I inconvenience my kids? And then I got to a point and I said, you know something? If I have to get up and take my kids and leave all this shit behind and sleep on somebody's floor just so that I can have peace. Just so that my children can have peace. I was willing to do that. So I explained to her, you know, I was willing to do whatever I needed to do just to have my peace. And I did that. And once I started to be obedient to the things that God was revealing to me and he was speaking to me and he was telling me to do, I did it. And God rewarded me. God is just like he made a way for me out of no way. He opened up paths and yes, it was hard and yes, I had to go through some things and yes, none of that. It was never an easy journey. But now, as I sit back and I reflect and I'm in the situation that I'm in now and I'm in this position now, the level of peace that I have just by not having that person suck the life out of me, draining my energy, draining my thoughts, it, it's priceless. So it was worth going through all of that because that's something God had to break me down to rebuild me into who I am now. When I say I will never go back to that person that I was, I mean never. And that's with everything in me. I will never go back to that person again. Allowing that type of toxicity in my life. And the sad truth is, you know, in the beginning I was unaware of what it was. And even when I asked questions and I was trying to do my research, like I said, several, I always thought this person was bipolar. I always knew something was off, but I could not put my finger on it. And when you are not, when you don't know, you just don't know. And you can't fault yourself for that because you cannot wrap your head around a narcissist because the things that they do and the things that they say and how they treat you, you can't, it's like the devil on earth. It's like the devil being in your home. That's what it feels like. And I said, it's only by the grace of God. And thank God I've always been independent. Thank God I've always had my own. And thank God I've always been able to stand on my feet and not necessarily need the narcissist in that way. So when he left, 
Well, that's a whole nother podcast. But when he finally decided to take his things and go, it was a relief. It was just like, finally, the peace and the calm that fell over me was unbelievable. And like I said, once I became obedient to the things that God was revealing to me, I knew I was making the right choices and I was making the best decisions for me and my children. And I'm going to be open and honest and transparent about this part. I didn't want to be with this person. I didn't love this person. I already was checked out emotionally, mentally, spiritually. I mean, I was just checked out of that situation completely. However, my flesh was weak and I was still having sex with this person. And even in the sex, it was disgusting because I felt the spiritual demons upon me. I'm going to repeat that again. I felt the spiritual demons upon me. And here's why. Because narcissistic people are very lustful people. They use sex as a weapon to keep you sucked in in that cycle and so because they use sex they manipulate you in ways sexually to keep you locked in so when I say the last straw for me was when God said to me stop having sex with him and when I did that when I stopped being, I wouldn't even say being intimate because it's not even intimate, it's just sex. When I stopped having sex with this person, it's as if he transformed and he morphed into his true self, which is the wicked, evil person that he is. The vindictive and spiteful person that he is. Because he knew at that point he lost all control over me. He knew at that point he had no way back in with me. Because here's the cycle. And here's what he would do. I would discuss something with him or we would have a disagreement or we would try to, you know, talk about an issue Narcissist never really wants to resolve an issue. They don't want to fix anything. So what they'll do is they'll just leave. They'll cool off and come back a few hours later or a day or two later or go to the other supply or go wherever it is that they do. And then they come back and act like nothing ever happened. Nothing ever existed. There is no problem. You know, oh, that was the past. Let it go. I'm over it now. I calm down. Oh, it's not that serious. You're making a big deal out of nothing. You always want to argue. You always want to nag. These are the things that they say to you to avoid the conversation, to avoid addressing the matter at hand they'll come back with flowers they'll come back with wine or some kind of alcoholic beverage or they'll come back with some you know chocolates or whatever it is 
they'll come back and love bomb you. You know, oh, you know, let's just relax. Let's just, you know, we just need some quiet time alone. We just need to. And then they pretend, pretend that they, you know, are sorry or they'll, you know, fluff the sorry. Oh, you know, I didn't mean it. I was upset. Whatever, whatever trickery, they form of trickery. And then, of course, the sex comes along with it. And then once the sex happens, they feel like, oh, okay, I got them back in, 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 in the cycle and we good. So the, the issue is never really resolved. And this is what they do. And they continuously do this over time because you not being aware of what narcissism is and the personality disorder and who and what you're dealing with. So you think, okay, well, you know, let me, they came back, they apologized, they, you know, they said they were sorry, you know, oh, let me not make a big deal out of it because they train you not to make a big deal out of anything because they go into these narcissistic rages and tantrums and you just don't want to deal with that. You just don't want to deal with the constant arguing and the constant rages and the constant tantrums. You just don't want to deal with it. And so the cycle continues. So when I say God was revealing things to me and the more I listened to God and the things that he was placing into me and listening to my intuition, the, the, the more I began to see the true narcissist for what and who he is. And once you see that, you cannot unsee it. So even if you think you love that narcissist, once you see that side of the narcissist, you can no longer love them the same. You can no longer care for them the same. You can no longer feel the same way that you feel about them. And you come to the harsh realization that this person is just pure evil. And this person is pure wicked and they're just void. They're just an empty void of a soul. They have no love. They have no true compassion. They have no empathy. They could care less anything about you because they're very self-serving and it's all about their ego. So when you see people in situations that they just leave after 20 plus years or 15 years, they were tolerating that person. You try to give this person chances after chances for them to get it right. You think, okay, well, they eventually will see that all the things that I've done for them and how I've been there for them and how I've supported them through everything that they would at least one day wake up and they would get it. But here's the true reality. They won't. You have to wake up. You have to get to a point where you say, you know what, this no longer serves me. I've done all that I can do in this situation and it no longer serves me. And you should be able to pick up and go and leave it all behind. As painful as it is, you have to do it or you will remain in this vicious cycle. And that's the sad truth. So when people say, oh, we've been together for 20, I'm not impressed. I don't get impressed about pictures. I don't get impressed about quote unquote longevity. I don't get impressed about anything that I see. 
Because here's the reality. People are only going to let you see what they want you to see. And that's all an illusion to cover up what's really going on. People need to start having these real conversations and these discussions. And teach your kids about narcissism. Because, like I said, I was unaware. I didn't know. I had to do my research. I had to, to, to really sit down and break it down and really learn and enlighten myself. And this is a part of the healing journey. And figure out where the trauma bond is. And understand that sex is not everything. Sex is not love. Sex is not a relationship. Because here's the thing. What happens if the other person gets sick and you can no longer have sex? What else do you have to offer? Is this person really loving you, supporting you, caring for you, taking care of you, making sure that the bills are are paid and making sure that the kids are good? And nine times out of ten, they're not. And on the flip side, the narcissist wants to cripple you. So if the narcissist now is the one that's making the money, they will use that as leverage over you. That's not love either. That is not love. So I don't care how many years you've been with a person. Once you become aware of who and what you're dealing with and you realize that there's no change coming from that person, that that person is not even willing to admit and acknowledge and hold themselves accountable for any wrongdoings in that situation, Nothing you say at that point is going to matter. So the only thing you have to do is leave. The only option you have to, only option you have in that scenario is to leave. Period. You don't need any more conversations. You don't need any more explanations. You know, you don't need closure. You don't need understanding. Their actions have spoken. Their actions have showed you what their true intentions are. Their actions have literally given you the blueprint of who they are. An apology without change behavior is a pattern. This is who they are and they will never change. They're not going to change for you and they're not going to change for anyone else. They have to want to change for themselves. And if you do your statistics and you do your research, narcissists rarely ever change. They just evolve. And when I say evolve, they evolve into master manipulators. Because now they realize, okay, I can't do this anymore. So now I have to figure out a new way to mastermind and manipulate to obtain the things that I need. They're very self-serving people. And it's all about them. And all about their grandiose delusions and illusions and how they perceive themselves and how they live their lives. And they don't care who they hurt in the process. 
No one deserves to live like that. No one deserves to live in that type of situation. All you will do is continuously give your life away to the narcissist. And they will literally, they, like I said, they have no soul. So they will suck the life out of you. They'll keep you breadcrumbing you and stringing you along with empty promises 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Some people, the whole 50s, 60s, still. Still. So when people say, oh, my grandparents were, were together for 50 years. Meanwhile, he has a whole nother family somewhere down the road. He got some illegitimate children down the, on the next town over. You hear the stories. You, you hear the stories. Just because people quote unquote stick around for 20 doesn't mean that they're happy. You have to want to be happy. Whether that's by yourself or allowing a real love to come into your life. And when I say a real love, I mean a real love. And thank God, you know, I was able to escape that nightmare. And now I'm in a situation where it's beautiful. When I say it's peaceful here, it's peaceful here. And I mean that on everything. So the journey for me was hard. It was shocking. It was overwhelming. And here's the thing. It's not so much the cheating, but it's the other insidious thing that they do, meaning they talk bad about you. They treat you so bad. They use you and abuse you financially, mentally, spiritually. They take you through so much and they give you nothing back. There's no reciprocity in that situation at all. And if you don't find your strength, and if you don't pick yourself up and just say enough is enough, before you know it, you'll waste your whole life. What's more important to you? To sleep and be in peace or to just settle and just sit in that pile of shit for the rest of your life just stinking and then now your kids grow up and see that and then you have grandchildren your grandchildren grow up and it's just the same toxic cycles just continuously going on that was not my life I didn't sign up for that. That's not what I chose. That's not what I wanted for myself. And that's not what I wanted for my children. So I never took the victim mentality. Because once I became aware, I said, oh no, I'm done. It's all about being aware. I know my worth. I know what I bring to any relationship that I am in. I am not just the table. I'm the whole house. I'm the foundation from the top to the bottom, to the bottom to the top. I am it. And that's my mindset. So that was my motivation for me to leave that situation. There's so many men that wish that they had a woman like me in their life. When a lot of guys found out that I was even 
in a new relationship, they were disappointed. They was like, damn, I didn't even know you were single. Like, what? When did this happen? Like, you finally left him? Like, what? Not that I was checking for them anyway. Sorry to disappoint them, but it's the truth. Once you know your worth, once you realize your worth, once you up your mentality and you up your game, nobody can. That's why I said I could never go back to that person that I was. As much as I love my boyfriend today, and, you know, we talk about it and hopefully he'll be my husband because I already know that he's in my heart. I already know he's my husband. But here's the thing. We made a decision and said, listen, if we ever get to a point in this relationship where this relationship no longer serves us, can we be honest about it? Can we say, you know what? I'm not happy. And if we can't fix it, I'm going to let you go and live your life and you're going to let me go and live mine. No no bad blood. No no bad feelings. So if I ever break up with my boyfriend tomorrow, at at any time, not even just tomorrow, if I ever break up with my boyfriend, I could honestly say I gave my 110%. So if things don't work out, it just didn't work out. But that's not how it is with a narcissist. You are not in a relationship. You're in a situationship. You're in a situation that's convenient for the narcissist, not you. And once you come to terms with all of that and you are now aware, you have to make a decision for you. Because if you leave it up to the narcissist to make a decision for you, it's not going to happen. Make a decision that's best for you, for your life. Don't worry about what nobody else say. I don't care how much time, money, whatever you invested in that relationship, what situationship. Once you become aware, plan your exit strategy. Put your money aside. Figure out how you're going to leave. Start putting some clothes in, at, at, at work or in your car or, or whatever you can hide at somebody else's house. Do whatever you have to do to plan and implement your exit strategy. And be willing to just leave at the drop of a dime. You are more important. Your happiness, your free will, you are the only thing that's keeping you in that relationship or situationship. You. Set yourself free. I don't care how long it's been. Be willing to do whatever it is that you have to do to leave, to get your life back, to get your sanity back, and to be at peace. Have a blessed day.